Welcome to the Liquid Church Podcast, a place where you can hear the timeless truth of God's Word in a way that's culturally relevant and cutting edge. We hope you'll discover how God's story relates to your own and that you will leave feeling encouraged. Thanks for joining us today and enjoy the message. Happy Labor Day, Liquid Church. Hey, it's Pastor Tim. Hope you're having a good one. Hey, well, let you know, Colleen and I are wrapping up our family vacation. We're actually in the midst of dropping our kids off at college. We just sent our daughter Chase. Actually, she's flying to Israel. She's spending the semester in Jerusalem. Then we're going to take our son to Wisconsin. So we're getting our kids off to school. But today, I wanted to introduce you to my good friend, Pastor Brendan Wilson. Have you met him? He's down in South Jersey. Brendan serves as lead pastor of an outstanding church called Fusion Church. It's down in South Jersey in Egg Harbor Township. Now, here's the thing. Fusion is an incredibly dynamic, thriving church. It's got multiple locations, just like Liquid in Atlantic County, Cumberland counties. And whenever my family is down the Jersey Shore, we try to worship at Fusion Church with Pastor Brendan. Uh, Fusion is saturating our state from the south. Liquid is leading from the north, so we're going to meet in the middle one day, God willing. Now, Pastor Brendan is originally from South Africa, and he's got a huge heart for empowering Christ followers to live out their divine purpose and destiny. He and his wife, Danielle, have four amazing kids. And he came today to share a message called Stay Plugged In. And I think it's perfect for Labor Day weekend. I think you're going to leave inspired by the word God has for you. So would you give a warm liquid welcome to my good friend and brother, Pastor Brendan Wilson. Come on, Liquid Church. How are you doing today? Woo! Well, what a great... Great Labor Day it is because you've chosen to be with us. We got some campuses. We got our online campus. Come on, let's put our hands together. Let's welcome everybody that is joining us. And uh, so, so grateful for Pastor Tim and Colleen. Come on, aren't they champions of New Jersey with the vision to saturate the state? Okay, so, so appreciative of them. This picture was captured a few years ago when uh, they snuck in to our, what was then our Summers Point location in Atlantic County, right side of Ocean City. They were on family vacation. I was at another uh, campus in a Regal Theater, so I get the whole setup and tear down, just like many of you. And I got a text from our campus pastor like, hey, Tim, Pastor Tim from Liquid Church is here. And I was like, oh no, it's video, just like you. But then I was like, oh, this is great. Now he can give me a long list of what we can do better. And um, we have these uh, New Jersey graphics that we love to give out. And that picture is what I presented to him that day saying, hey, we're saturating the state in South Jersey and uh, you're up in North Jersey. And now our joke is we're going to meet in the middle in Central Jersey, correct? Because there's no other state in the country that has North and South like we do. So come on, we're excited to be here today. In fact, at Fusion Church, my home church uh, in Egg Harbor Township and also Cumberland County, uh, we have Pastor Ron from the Bridge Church, who is also a part of the Church Changes Network, which is what Pastor Tim and you all here at Liquid are leading and developing. And so today, really throughout the state, uh, we have different pastors that you have invested in. And uh, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for your radical generosity. Thank you that during uh, the COVID season, you allowed your pastor, you allowed your campus pastors and campus managers to be a light to many pastors during COVID that were seriously struggling 
healing. And because of that, I am truly appreciative. So one more time, come on, let's put our hands together and let's just appreciate the vision of this church. Well, again, the title of today's message is Stay Plugged In, because I know that there is a tendency for us to unplug in life and unplug with what God is doing. There's a portion of scripture found in the book of Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. Maybe you've got your phone available. It's going to be on the screens or also maybe a Bible. But in Zechariah 4, 6, it tells us the following. It says, then he said to me, this is what the Lord says to Zerubbabel. It is not by force. It is not by strength. But let's read together. But it is by my Spirit, says the Lord of the heaven's armies. Zechariah was saying to this rebuilding effort that was going on, listen, you can try and work as hard as you can. How many of us have tried to work harder sometimes and the situation has got worse? How many of us are like, I'm going to try harder here and it's got worse? And literally the prophet Zechariah was saying, listen, we've got to trust in the Spirit of God. We've got to trust in the power of God. The NIV version says it's not by power, it's not by might, but it is by His Spirit. I don't know what you're coming into this Labor Day weekend with. I don't know, maybe, maybe there's a challenge in your marriage. Uh, maybe you're just glad to drop your kids off and go, man, I, I just need a 60-minute reprieve from them. I don't know what your bank account looked like this morning. Maybe you got that text message that said, bank account funds critically low, dun, 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 you know? Uh, maybe you didn't get the vacation you thought you were going to have. The expectations were disappointed. I believe today's message is very practical, and it's going to allow you to plug back into God's plan and purpose for your life. There was Zechariah in the Old Testament. Well, let's jump over to the New Testament in the book of Acts chapter 1. Verse 4, it says the following, it says, On one occasion while he was eating with them, this was Jesus, he gave them the command and he said, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father has promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized by the Holy Spirit. I love the disciples. So they gathered around him, come on, gathered around, and they said, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? You know, they were totally thinking of something different. How many times you and I are thinking God's doing one thing, and yet he is totally doing something else? You've got to be plugged in to what God's wanting to do. Verse 7, it goes on to say, he said to them, listen, it's not for you to know the times or the dates that my father has said by his own authority. Verse 8, so critical, but you will receive, what's that word? Power, power, when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And this is key for our time together today. You will be my witnesses. Everybody say the word witnesses witnesses in Jerusalem here, in all Judea, Samaria, and to all the ends of the earth. See, when God fills us with His power, we are witnesses. Verse 9, it says, immediately He was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid them from His side. I always go, man, God does something great, and then what's next after that? What's God looking for us to do? Now, if we jump real quick, just for context of today, into Acts chapter 2, verse 38, it tells us the following. Here's Peter. Peter uh, dropped the ball big time with Jesus, disappointed him. Maybe you've dropped the ball or disappointed. Today, I'm going to tell you, stay plugged in because Peter repent, replies. He says, listen, repent, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift 
of the Holy Spirit. And I love this in verse 39. It says, the promise is for you, the promise is for you and for all of your children who are far off. Maybe some of you have come today and your children are far off. This, this, is, a, this is a word for you today. For all who the Lord God will call. See, we've got to be plugged in. And so point number one today is simply this, plug in. Here's the tendency, and uh, I love Pastor Tim because he's illustrative like me. Now, I just brought a singular fan. He tends to have lots of M&Ms, correct? Or building blocks, or a coffin that he might come out of. Uh, if I get invited back, I've got a crockpot message. I literally have a crockpot on stage where I cook a chicken for 10 hours. You don't have to be in church for 10 hours. It comes pre-cooked. But we talk about crockpotting our faith versus microwave faith. So fun. But that's why we love uh, championing our churches together because we're very illustrative. Now, this fan is you. And sometimes uh, we're unplugged from the power of God. See, today in church, you might have lifted your hand at an appropriate time of worship, and someone could have looked at you and thought, man, they're so spiritual, and yet you could be having the worst morning ever. You might be with our online campus today, and you didn't even get to make it in church because it's been so tough. You could be wearing that really cool liquid Dream Team shirt, orange, you know, and everyone thinks, man, they got it together. And yet the reality is you've had literally the worst summer ever. See, we can act like a fan, but the question is, are we a fan? We can act like a Christian, but are we plugged into the power? Now, what, what I'm not debating today is your salvation. What, what I'm not debating is, you know, how far off. Listen, let's not worry about that. But what I want to encourage, what I want to challenge, what I want to inspire you with is, I want you to stay plugged in to the plans and the purposes of God. See, when I am plugged in to God's plans and God's purposes, then there is this refreshing breeze. There is this power that suddenly goes through the fan. In fact, there are different options. There's low and there's medium and then there's high. We can actually slow down and go, you know, just t take in everything that's going on in life. But we've, we've got to plug in. And we see that when we read the Word of God. Now, now, I grew up in Southern Africa. I lived in all Southern African countries, uh, Zimbabwe, Botswana, Namibia, South Africa, and Mozambique. But, but I didn't grow up in church. In fact, later on in my high school career, I had a radical encounter with Jesus. I had a radical encounter with the power of God. And so I love the Bible because the Bible speaks so clearly to me about how I need to live my life. In fact, right there in Acts chapter 1, verse 8 that we had already read tells us the following. It says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses. Something's going to happen. There's going to be a, a refreshing breeze. Witnesses in Jerusalem, witnesses in Judea, witnesses in Samaria, witnesses to all the ends of the earth. Well, liquid church, that's what you were during COVID. That's what you allowed your pastor to do, is to be a witness, to be a refreshing breeze. In this main uh, area here, I've sat at a round table as Pastor Tim and the campus pastors and the executive pastors have unpacked systems, and, and, and I've brought my staff, I've brought my kids people, my youth people, and my worship people, and they've, they've, they've sat and they, they've had the refreshing breeze come because Liquid Church is plugged in to the power of God. But there's a tendency, correct, 
to be plugged in and then there's a tendency to, you know, maybe unplug. And we'll get to that in a few moments. But Luke chapter 9 verse 1 tells us the following. It says, when Jesus had called the 12 together, he gave them power. Everybody say that word power. Power. Gave them power to drive out all demons and cure disease. And he sent them, sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. You know, that word power in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, and then here in the scriptures, this word dunamis, this original Greek word dynamite. There's dynamite available in this power cable. Now, some of you would go, really? Well, if I would allow you to come and cut the end and I would allow you to hold the two ends, you know, uh, there would be power that all of a sudden would begin to pulsate through your body. Uh, if you are a young boy that has ever played with any type of equipment, you might have got yourself into a state of electrocution. Anyone uh, done that before? Thank you very much. Some honest people over here. Uh, someone put up two hands and a foot right there. We'll pray for you at the end of service, okay? And I remember as a, as a kid growing up in, in South Africa, we had these very large game reserves, you know, elephants and lions. No, no, no tigers in Africa. People always say lions and tigers. I want to go stop. There's no tigers in Africa. Tigers are in India and no in Africa, okay? And so I remember one time we were at this large game reserve, this game park, and I went down as a, you know, seven-year-old kid to this, uh, this fence, and I didn't see any warning labels, or maybe I was just seven, and I didn't read any warning labels, and there was an elephant on the other side, and I was like, I want to see what's going on, you know? And I touched this electric fence, and in that moment, a small razor-thin bit of wire there was electrified, sent pulsating electricity through my body. I flew back and I landed and I passed out for, you know, I, I don't know how long, but I woke up, I was like, whoa, that felt amazing, you know? And, and I simply want to say, when we're plugged in to the power of God, listen, it's not perfect. People still act crazy. Your spouse still loses their mind once in a while. But when you're plugged into the power of God, you are truly a witness of what God is doing in our community. We are a witness. We are a refreshing. When you are participating financially and you're participating in a group and you're participating in the dream team, there is a refreshing, a cumulative refreshing that is happening here in this area. And so the challenge is, this is the challenge. So number one is plug in, but, but number two is don't unplug. Tell your neighbor, don't unplug. Come on, look at them and go, don't unplug. Other campuses, come on, look at them and say, don't unplug. Now, because what we like to do is uh, things are going good, and then all of a sudden, you know, something happens and you unplug. But see the fan? Slow, slow, slow. It doesn't stop immediately. It slows down. Uh, what, what, what are the, what, what's the unplugging, correct? The unplugging could be uh, church hurt. Ooh. The, uh, see, slows down slowly. The unplugging could be anxiety. The unplugging could be a bad doctor's report. The, the list goes on and on. In fact, you know today how you have unplugged. See, when I read the Bible, I also recognize that Jesus had these same challenges. I mean, the, the Son of God, fully God and fully man, and yet he, he had the same challenges that I might go through walking on this earth. In fact, in Mark chapter 5, verse 30, it tells us the following. It says, at once Jesus realized that the, what's that word? Power, at once he realized the power had gone out 
from him and he turned around to the crowd and he asked, who touched my clothes? Now, in the context of that is uh, this lady with the issue of blood for, for many, many years uh, was, was looking to touch Jesus. And when she touched Jesus, she was immediately healed. I mean, a touch and she was immediately healed. That, that's the faith that I want to have. In a moment, I can be healed because of the faith that's inside of me and the power of God that I believe in. And so, however, in that moment, Jesus felt the power go out from him. How many of us over the last maybe 90 days have felt the power go out from us? Let me take a step further in transparency. In our house, we call it elevated discussions. How many of you have had an elevated discussion with your spouse recently? Okay. One honest person all the way back there. I'll be praying for this section over here. <laughs> How many of us have had a, you know, a power sapping from a child? I've got four kids. I've got a 15-year-old, 12-year-old, a 7-year-old, and then soon to be the president of the United States of America, a 5-year-old girl. Okay. <laughs> Anyone got one of those? Like, she the boss. She tells everyone what to do. But, but I'm honest, okay? Between cheer and hockey and sports and church serving and this, that the power can go out sometimes. In fact, uh, sometimes on the way to church, I am the preacher and I am begging them to stop taking power out of me because I just need to get to church. <laughs> and so, so many things can take the power out of us. Jesus felt the power go out of him. Uh, you can tune into drama book, correct? And the power can go. You can turn on the media. You can see what's going on in the political context, inflation. The, the list goes on and on. And ultimately, at the end of the day, and let me just propose to some of us that some of us, you look like an amazing fan. You look so good. I mean, I mean, you're trendy, correct? You're the right, you know, you, you, it's, it's the, I mean, everything. You got, you got three levels of going, but you don't have any power. And again, please hear my heart. I'm not talking about salvation. I'm not talking about eternity with Jesus. What I'm talking about is intimacy with Jesus. What I'm talking about is passion and destiny and purpose and being plugged in. And the scheme of this world is to get you to be unplugged. The scheme of this world through the enemy of this world is to get you to be offended, to get you to not be connected, and yet God's plan is different for our lives. And in fact, please hear my heart, even Jesus needed times to get plugged back in. Think about it. Even Jesus needed times to get plugged back in. It tells us in the book of Luke chapter 5 verse 16, it says, but Jesus often withdrew to, what's that word? lonely places and prayed. Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus, the guy that walked on water. Jesus, the one that raised Lazarus from the dead. He withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Now, for some of us extroverts uh, here today or at our online campus, you're like, I don't like lonely. Any other extroverts in the room over here? And then introverts are like, send me to the lonely place right now. Sammy, like, where's it at? Let's go, let's go, correct? But Jesus, Son of God, withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Could I propose? If Jesus was the Son of God, shouldn't we be doing what Jesus did? Yet so many of us are not doing that. In fact, the Bible says in Luke chapter 6, verse 12, it says, Jesus prayed 
all night. Let's say it together. Jesus prayed When's the last time you've prayed all night? Like, listen, I'm preaching to myself today, correct? Because, like, I like my sleep. Anybody else? Like, I like to sleep, okay? And, and so when I read this, I'm like, serious, Jesus, really? Like, all night? And, and when I got saved uh, back in high school in South Africa, I don't know why it was trendy back then, but they would have youth ministry all-night prayer meetings. And even as a young man that was unchurched, I was like, that's not going to grow your youth ministry, an all-night prayer meeting. Like, Kids want to sleep and, you know, do other things. And yet, even going all the way back, all those decades, I am still challenged about an all-night prayer meeting. Because if Jesus could pray all night, then whatever the situation, whatever the circumstance that you might be facing today, could it be possible? I'm just proposing this, that, that a season of prayer, an all-night prayer, a three-day prayer like Esther in the Old Testament— a seven-day prayer or like a 21-day, maybe, maybe that prayer could bring breakthrough and power in your life. And maybe, just maybe, you could get plugged back in because if Jesus, the Son of God, thought that withdrawing to lonely places and turning off his cell phone and deleting Instagram and, you know, whatever you might have, okay, and turning off the TV and going and withdrawing and praying, if Jesus thought that that was a good idea to stay plugged back in, I would propose that if Jesus did it, so should I. Amen to that? If Jesus did it, so should I. I need to be plugged in. But the world wants to unplug us. The world's strategy is going to try everything to get you unplugged. But we've got to stay plugged in. That was number one, plug in. Number two, don't unplug. But here are some questions, correct? Question number one, what, what, what do you need to be doing today? What, what, when are the times that, that you need to get plugged back into the power source? Because all of us would have hurried lives. I've got four kids. I've got nine chickens, three bunnies, and a vegetable garden that my wife's growing, and I'm helping her with it. But uh, church and extracurricular activities, and you know, my kids serve, and I'm a part of volunteer uh, activities. I'm a chaplain for our uh, local police department. We've got uh, two locations, Atlantic County and Cumberland County, and praying, God, where are you sending them for a third location? And, and we could all be busy and not have enough time to, as, as we're asking ourselves, get plugged back into the power. When are those times? In fact, someone the other day was telling me that they were so busy here and so busy there and had all these things going on. I said, wow, that's a crazy schedule. I, I said, so you really don't have time to plug into the power of God. You don't have time to uh, get in the Word of God and you know, do these things. But I, I said, what do you do for your lunch break? And the person looked at me and said, well, you know, I, I go up to the lunchroom and I you know, just surf, surf social media and I you know, see what's go going on and I open the news channel. And I, and I said, well, can you take that time and recharge yourself? Can you take that time and get connected to the power of God? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, great idea, pastor. And I was like, there we go. I'm going to hold you accountable. So number two uh, application point in uh, point two is do you stay long enough to get recharged? Think about it. Do you stay long enough to get recharged? Because the challenge is many of us, the moment we get the momentum of the fan going over here, uh, and, and then we, we unplug, correct? And the problem is the fan's going to slow down because there's not enough momentum. And uh, in fact, uh, on modern day digital devices, we have this graphic over here. Uh, it'll say low power mode. How many of us, you're consistently on low power mode, okay? Yeah, 20%. And, and, and then even more, you can click the icon that says low power mode. Like, 
Stop using everything else and just do the important. Could I propose? I think some of us as Christians are living in the low power mode. You're not recharging long enough. You're not plugging in to be recharged. Now, just yesterday when we were driving up here from South Jersey, my wife and I were battling in the vehicle of who is going to get the power charger, okay? And so she charged for a little bit. Come on, you're with me. And then I was like, okay, my turn, you know, plug back in again. And then she's like, I need it, and plug back in again so that we could increase the power. But to increase the power, you've got to stay plugged in. And so we've got to understand, as point number three is today, we've got to stay plugged in. Okay, turn to your other neighbor that you haven't talked to yet and say, stay plugged in. Come on, look at them and say, stay plugged in. I know, especially if they really need to stay plugged in. You know, just give them the real, the BDI, like stay plugged in. In fact, our online canvas, you can just drop it in the chat right there. Caps everything. Stay plugged in. Because the tendency is this. And I want to be very uh, cautious saying this today. Some of us, and this is discipleship, okay? Discipline. As we are discipling ourselves in our relationship with Jesus, we go through a tough time. Something happens in our family and we, we connect. And, and everything starts going good. Refreshing breeze, power. And, and then we, we, we disconnect because we get busy again. And then... Something else happens, and we plug back in again. And, and we're here, and we're connected, and we, we sign up for the dream team, and we're, you know, like, show me what, show me what group to get in, and, and all those things. And, and then something else happens, and this is life, correct? Like, Jesus felt the power go out for him. Like, we, I don't want you to feel shame today, but I want you to find freedom today. But then something else happens, and you unplug. And you plug back in, and you unplug. And you plug back in, and you unplug. What happens? What will happen to this motor after a period of time of plugging in and plugging out? What's going to happen? Say it out loud. It's going to burn out, okay? The motor is going to burn out. Could I propose to some of us today, you might be burnt out because you're unplugging, plugging back in, unplugging, plugging back in, and that's not God's best for your life. God's best for my life and your life is to stay plugged in. In fact, uh, you know, as we've had our, our four different kids, you, you, you go and you sign up for the, for the baby registry, correct? And I remember one time seeing this contraption, this plastic contraption that you put around the plug so that the child can't go and like pull it out, you know? And, and I thought, boy, if I, if I could get a plug capsule to uh, put around you so that you could just stay plugged in. Because as I've been pastoring for, you know, close to 27 years, I see that Christians that are plugged in over the long haul have the greatest gains. The greatest gains in faith, the greatest gains in servanthood, the greatest gains in generosity, the greatest gains in overcoming the offense of this world. And so I want to wrap this plastic piece over you and say, stay plugged in. But the reality is, the reality is we serve a loving Father. We serve a loving Father that's not going to force you to stay plugged in. We serve a loving Father God that's going to, with His mercy and grace through His Son Jesus that hung upon the cross and shed His blood, is going to say, no, I'm just going to shower you with mercy if you unplug yourself. I'm going to shower you with undeserved grace if you unplug yourself. 
In fact, can I propose, church, that we have such a loving God that He is consistently waiting. This is the story of the prodigal son. He is consistently waiting with the power cable saying, please, please, would you plug yourself back in? Would you plug yourself back in? Because life is always better plugged in. Now, I don't want you to burn out. And maybe you're running on, on high right now and just, just hit the load button for a few moments. But don't unplug. Hit the low button and slow down for a few moments, but, but don't unplug. See, because if I'm always giving, 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 at some point my output will exceed my input. And if I'm not connected to the power source of God, if I'm not in relationship with God, then after a portion of time of just giving and giving and giving, I'll have nothing left to give. I think there's a lot of Christians, you're a good-looking fan. Like, you look really amazing. But you're not plugged in. Like, you know the lingo. You know how to do everything, but, but I, I, I don't see the power. I don't see the refreshing breeze that comes from a fan plugged in, the purpose and the destiny. You know, the Bible tells us in John chapter 15, verse 4, it says, Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. It must remain in the vine. It must remain in the vine. But neither, neither can you bear fruit, be this refreshing fan, unless you remain in me. See, the, the Bible clearly tells us that we've got to remain in Him. And yet somehow, myself included, I feel like I can do it sometimes. Zechariah, not by might, not by power, but by your spirit. No, 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 I can, I can just work harder. How many of us feel like that? Just, just work harder, correct? Just a little bit more grit, baby. Just a little more extra hours on the job. God says, no. What's my spirit saying? And so throughout this place and also on our online campus, I know the Holy Spirit is speaking. And so you might be a younger Christian here and you might be going, hey, pastor, that's a, that's a great message, but how? How do I get plugged in? And so time plugged into the power source equals the following list. And it's a very limited list just simply because of time. But, but if you're a younger Christian, like time in the Word of God. Like get into the Bible, go to guest services and ask them about next steps with that. Time in prayer. Again, if Jesus prayed all night, how much you and I that need to pray all night? If Jesus withdrew, how much more you and I? Here's a third practical step as a younger growing Christian, maybe, or even as an older good-looking fan, okay, is fasting. I'm telling you, fasting brings the breakthrough. If you want to see breakthrough in your life, boy, begin to develop the list or the gift uh, and the discipline of fasting. And then lastly, I, I wrote this obedience. Honestly, if I go back to my life, obedience has been one of the best ways that I've kept plugged into the power source. I mean, I'm fleshly, correct? Like this thing is active. My emotions are active. And yet obedience, God, God, I want to be obedient to you. 
And, and what would you add today? What would you add to that list that you know is a next step to staying plugged into the power source? In fact, what, what would you say uh, tends to unplug you? What, what's that trigger that you need to write down to go, oh, that is how I get unplugged. That is a temptation. This is a season I tend to get unplugged. I think when we're introspective as Christ followers like that, we really allow the Holy Spirit to step in and go, yeah, you know what? Uh, winter tends to be a season you get unplugged or Christmas and the chaos of Christmas is an unplugging season or what's another one? The in-laws or the outlaws come, correct? <laughs> the outlaws show up and I'm done. Drop the mic, baby. I'm out of here. No! When the outlaws show up, guess what? You need to be like plugged in and wrap it around like you ain't unplugging me. Hold on. Let's get this knot going. Ever, correct? And so knowing that, because God is so graceful and God is so loving and God is so merciful. You know, in closing, uh, We've been in New Jersey this year for 10 years. In 2000, I, June 13th, I landed at JFK Airport from South Africa. I, I had 25 cents in my pocket. 25 cents coming from South Africa. My wife, Danielle, who's here on the front row, her dad hired me in Huntington, Long Island to be an unpaid intern to live in his basement to help with the church. I didn't know what I was making. I didn't know where I'd be living. But I knew that God was calling me. And so eventually I, I met my, my wife, Danielle. I was working for her dad. The day I met her, I'm like, I'm going to get fired and sent back to South Africa right now. <laughs> Woo! Then she married her. We bought a house in Huntington. We pastored a great church there. I took it over from her dad. We were there for six years. We moved to Phoenix, Arizona for six years, and her dad had taken a church over, and then eventually got to Phoenix, and we moved there, and it was a great season. We were there for six years, but can I just be honest? The last two years of my season in Phoenix were the darkest years I've ever lived in my whole life, and I've grew up in three civil wars. I've seen a lot, and this message is birthed out of a two-year period of being very dark. I've never really struggled with depression, but boy, it was, it, was, it was knocking on my door every day. And Sundays was a significantly challenging day for me because of circumstances. But on a Saturday night, I sat down on a couch and I said, God, I'm not unplugging. I'm going to plug into you. And I developed a discipline every Saturday night that I would spend extended times with God, maybe hours. At, at times it would go to one, two, or three o'clock in the morning. My wife would go to bed. But my wife knew that Brendan was plugging into the power. And as those two years kind of came to an end, we knew that God was calling us out of that church. And we knew that God was calling us back to the Northeast. We didn't know how, where, or how it would happen. And all of a sudden, in June of 2012, we found out about a church in Summers Point, New Jersey. It was closing down. It had 60 people. The pastor had resigned. It was done. We were coming from a very large, multi-site church. And I said, that's the church God's calling us to. That's where God wants to show off His power. 
And so August of 2012, we moved to Summers Point, New Jersey. <laughs> you know what the people in Phoenix said? They said, Summers who? And why? And I said, because God's there and God's power is in this state. And God wants to show off in New Jersey. And I've had a commitment over the last 10 years. God, I ain't ever unplugging because of what you're doing in this state. It's more than what we can ever imagine or see. And I would propose today in closing, God wants you to join Him. God wants you to join Him in the revival that He's bringing to this region. God wants you to join Him in saturating the state and using your gifts and your resources to abundantly bless what God is doing. Because I can look back and see God's faithfulness in my life. Here's the closing challenge today, correct? If you are not plugged in, if you are not plugged into the power source, you have no power. And so we have to plug in to the power source of God. That is the number one thing that you can do this week. Amen? So come on, Liquid Church, let's stand to our feet. And as you're standing to your feet at all of our locations, here's the application. I never want to leave without an application. Number one, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Boy, I can feel the Spirit of God speaking to so many of us. Number two, are you plugged into the power of God? Be honest today and say, boy, I have, I have unplugged. And today, Labor Day weekend, 2022, I need to plug back into the power of God. And then number three, what are these practical steps there? What are these intentional times that you need to stay plugged in just like Jesus? Maybe this afternoon, you need to sit down and go, I need to rework my calendar. I need to find an accountability partner. I need to jump on a dream team or I need to get in a group so that I can stay plugged in and I can let someone know I need to have you keep me accountable. I wanna pray with you today. Father, right now, I pray that you would fill every one of your children. God, I thank you that your grace is sufficient. I thank you that your mercy is overwhelming today and we receive that. And even as we go back into this worship song, Father, Lord, allow our worship, God, to, to be filled with praises to you that we will stay connected to your power source, God. Give us vision, wisdom, and understanding. And we pray this and we ask this right now in Jesus Christ's name. And all God's people said, amen, amen. amen. Come on, church, let's put our hands together. Let's celebrate all that God is doing. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to check out Liquid Church for a weekend service, small group, outreach, or clean water trip, you can find out more about us online at liquidchurch.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, go ahead and subscribe or share it with your friends. Thanks again for listening.